All right, what's up, y'all? We back again for the Scream Suite. This is a Carefree Black Nerd Suite series. This is our third installment. We will be discussing none other than Scream 3. I am your host, Frank Coleman, and I have another voice, but it should not be new to y'all. Please tell these folks who is in the building with me today. Hey, everybody. My name is Cole Jackson, one half of the We Watch This crew, where hey. we talk about black cinema. Uh, we are a movie watching podcast, so it should this this should be easy for us, right? Hey, look, should be oh, what is it? Old hat is that? Is that the term? Hat new old hat? Yeah. So I don't know. One of you. It's Black what History is- Month, man. Any white terms? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yes, power to the people. So we are <laughs> going over Scream Three, Scream Three to Third in the franchise, one of the more polarizing uh, installments of Scream. And before jumping into all this mess, Scream itself as a franchise, is this something that you have seen, had any desire to see in the past, or is this like so far removed from you and your horror thriller viewing? Um, so I I most definitely um, was a fan of the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, so it only made sense to watch the third one. Um, when it came out, and that's kind of when I fell off after that. It just, <laughs> you know, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not wrong. You are not wrong. I think third one is the one that really, ah, three and four, they're like, it. Let me nerd out for a second. It's like the sure. one and two was like the golden age of comics. And it's the you know the the stories that shaped your viewing of comics as a kid coming up, and then you get to the nineties, and I think that's where three is because the nineties was kind of hit or miss. You had dudes with muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles. <laughs> Every mm-hmm. woman was a size zero with long legs, big old breasts, and, and it's no like, booty. There we go. <laughs> It was no Same booty here. in this one. I said, yeah. "Oh, Gail." I said, "Okay, Gail, no, no ass in this one too." I mean, how many more years you gonna go without no booty? Hey, look, she was doing Friends. She couldn't have no booty. So. Was Friends still on in, in two thousand? Yes, Friends was still on. Yep. When did the first mm-hmm. black person get in? Was it two thousand? The last, or the last seat, the last season of Friends in like episode. I might get it wrong, no, but like Aisha, Aisha Tyler was on there. She was yeah in the last season. She oh. was Ross's girlfriend. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ross dated a black. I've never really watched Friends like that. I've seen the episode yeah, here and there. When you've seen Living Single, you don't I need see. to see Friends. All right. This so. is not the time nor the place, sir. <laughs> but okay. what this is, is the Scream Suite. <laughs> Yes, yes, we are officially stepping into this very uh, interesting film. Um, so don't say interesting, right? This this was a bad movie. This so was, was horrible. It was okay. So what about it? Is there anything specifically that you like? This is though it's all bad. This the thing that just threw me the fuck off. Is there anything like that? Like was it just one single thing? Is that what you're? No, asking? no, like the initial thing that you was like, all right, now I, I see that this really ain't shit. Like you went into it excited from one and two. <laughs> when you seen uh, Tia's boyfriend from Sister Sister, I knew it was gonna be bad then. So not the beginning, not with Cotton. Nah, when oh. I seen him pop up, I was like, oh, 
Oh, we're going down. We're going down. That look. Anytime you have a, the actor who was in Tripping, I already know where we're going. I know what kind of movie this is. Man, say, well, okay. So Scream Three, just to get the I don't know the housekeeping out the way. While Sydney and her friends visit the Hollywood set of Stab Three, the third film based on the Woodsboro murders, another ghost faith killer rises to terrorize them. So this synopsis is quite misleading um i get being succinct to like get the story out but sydney and her friends mm, that's not the case also visit the hollywood set mm, she was lured there by a killer like so <laughs> this is very much the little mermaid a fish turns into a woman and becomes a queen that mm. you know that is <laughs> missing mm. a lot of nuance there but um that's right. essentially what they're saying this is about um i disagree Though this is a bad film, a bad installment, what are your thoughts on Sydney, the main character? Uh, I got to the point where I was, I was kind of tired. The problem with with this one was, it's like we get to a point where it's like, oh, it's a twist. Mm-hmm. This time, it's this person, or mm-hmm. it could be anybody. Like. <sighs> I don't know. By this time, I, I felt like um, uh, the main actress. Oh, uh, I can't think of her Nef name. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell was like mm-hmm. she felt kind of tired in this movie too. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, she kind of tired right now. She wanted to do something else. Bro, you saying that to foreshadow is exactly how I felt about her in Five. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see her because you know it's nostalgic. But to me, it was like, all right, y'all, <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all twenty minutes use them sparingly i'm ready to go like let's pass the torch <laughs> and i think it's pretty sad that like they're gonna do the they they didn't want to pay her for the new one but this is basically essential I mean, the reason why she's not in the newest one is because they weren't gonna pay her the money and i'm like this series the franchise is around her yeah that may and the thing the funny thing to me is like being a bit metaphor second Nev Campbell, as far as I am aware, is not a problematic white person. She just acts and like does her own thing. And to be mm-hmm. able to build a solid franchise around her acting, yeah, you may not have known it was going to be the hit it was back in 96, but like in 2022, I would kill to, even if I if I wrote a horror story or whatever, I would kill to have her in my property. Like she is, like you said, the face of this franchise. There's mm-hmm. no screen without nev campbell um yeah so that's that's so sad man that is but i feel like in this one the third one that we're speaking on yeah it just felt like she was kind of like fed up and it was just like because it took a while before they came out with four i think it took Mm -hmm. a few years before four came out Mm -hmm. but you could kind of tell like she was like for me yeah because we both watch movies on a consistent basis but sometimes Mm -hmm. you can tell when actors or actresses get into a movie and they're just like yeah. I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need mm-hmm. to do other things. And it just felt like Nev Campbell was to the point where she was just like, I'm not trying to be Sydney for a little while. Yeah, yeah. And not for the rest of my damn life. Um, yeah, tight yeah. casting like a motherfucker, man. Bro, there, I, and that's, I mentioned this on one of the first two episodes, but I remember being a kid watching Scream and Party of Five used to come on where she was one of the five kids in that. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. I probably watched one or two episodes, but I have no memory. But of one scene in particular, and it was after, I think, the first Scream 
had became so big where she was in a diner as a waitress and somebody came in with a mask or scared her, but they alluded to the movie. And I was like, Oh, y'all got a hit on y'all hands. Like this is, this is damn good. Me as a kid, I'm like, you got a hit on your hands. I put my cigarette out. I put on my, my smoking jacket. I was like, yeah, nigga. But we weren't, we we weren't allowed to watch, uh, party of five because uh it wasn't reality based there's no way white people could struggle on tv in our household man say it for me party of five came on after something and i don't remember what it is but you know how they played a little teaser for the show yeah i never watched party of five. like i was like i'm not i watched enough i watched seinfeld i watched mad about you i watched dharma and greg i was a latchkey kid in the midwest with no cable mm. i'm not watching my prime time <laughs> these I'm not watching this over like Martin or right. New York Undercover. Right. You ain't getting me that way, Nev. Party uh, of but, five white yeah. people struggling. What kind of place is that? Get out of here. <laughs> you damn fool. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, I'm a I'm a stand. I'm a fan of um of Nev. And the funny thing is, I mentioned watching um Friends, and I did watch Friends. Mm. Monica Geller is the character Courtney Cox plays in Friends. I was never like a fan of hers. I didn't have a favorite one of that group of people, but like watching it, you just get comfortable and familiar with seeing these people on your screen. And I never liked her. I never liked that Mm. character ever. Like I thought she was cool with the group, but overall I was like, man, this motherfucker weird. But seeing her in this, because we were speaking about Nev being maybe typecast, is so interesting because Gail, as far as being maybe hyper-focused, is very similar to the Monica character, but that's where it ends. Mm. Like, the way she talks, the way she acts. And so this is kind of where I fell for Courtney Cox. Like, I was like, okay, I'll watch what she's in, be it a movie, a TV mm. show, or something. So um, I completely felt opposite. I was like, I never want to see anything else that this woman is in. Cause she was... <laughs> I just... I think for me, man, I think at this point, especially in the 2000s, I was Mm. so heavy into like black stuff. Like, yeah, honestly, watching this movie because I didn't go to the theaters to see it. Of course, I Mm -hmm. got it on like bootleg DVD or whatever. So (laughs) it was just a simple, you know, like I was watching it just for the sake of being able to have something to talk to my friends about. Yeah, I knew they was going to see it, too. But. I was like, I hope I'll never see none of these people in anything <laughs> I ever want to watch. No, for real, because I was just, no. I was too entrenched in just trying to be in hip hop and, yeah, you know, black culture was like kind of real heavy on me at that time. You know what I'm saying? I was still a kid yeah. too, so I'm literally trying to, you know, I'm I'm embracing a lot of um, more blackness than than anything yeah. else for me this is just something so i I would just be able to watch it so i could just talk to my friends and, and just say i seen it that's fair and i feel the same way i guess my question now is do you think that that was um times changing okay let me let me walk this back so scream one and two were pretty good they came out in the mid going into late 90s and that's around the time where you did have this explosion of black media so Mm -hmm. the martins the living singles the i still group in new york undercover but that poc representation taking that off the board for a second you just think this is a bad movie right oh yeah it's just (laughs) the twist is dumb the people the people the people who are in this, mm-hmm. they're making another stab movie, and I get it. It's like, oh, the rules of the trilogy. This mm-hmm. is it's it's a it just 
how can I put it? It just wasn't meta anymore. Like it was mm -hmm. got to the point where it was like a joke now. Like now you're just being stupid. Okay. And I and I you feel that because this was a very campy ass over the top movie. Yeah. Now the first two were very smart. It mm -hmm. made sense. Mm -hmm. And it was just like it was it didn't it didn't feel like a joke. This just felt like a joke to me. Okay, now, okay. So now let's say this was actually a good movie. Let's just say this is not the movie we got. Do you think again what you saying you um kind of explore more of your blackness at that time? Do you think had this have been a good smart movie like the first two that you would have maybe still felt the same way? Like I'm into my blackness, I'm not trying to really fuck with this. Mm, not necessarily. Okay. I think I still would have been. It just was fatigue. We had so many other dope things that came mm -hmm. out in 2000. And that's just like, this movie, to me, this is yeah. personal opinion. This movie wasn't made for me. I couldn't relate to nobody, even um, the black dude in there, um, Tia's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I can't never think of his name, but. He token. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he no. Didn't, I... And he, the way he, <laughs> the way he went down was horrible. They just it threw was... him off the damn. <laughs> yeah. They just threw him. And but you know they could have threw him in the pool and made some black people can't swim joke. So I you know I guess that's the silver line. <laughs> but he did, <laughs> he did when he was going down there. So he was like, motherfucker. They gave him his typical black black lines and everything the, too. Oh the shit, same line, yeah. oh the same like, one from uh, not another team movie. Damn. Right. No. <laughs> but no. So I, I bring that up because I I think um the connection I'm trying to make is media. Back in the day, and I mean like maybe 70s, 80s, or when TV first came around, it was a lot of whiteness just in your face. Mm -hmm. And you they were able to profit off of us because that's all we saw on TV. Like me, I grew up again watching Mad About You, Murphy Brown, um, Darman Greg, shit that was on network TV. But around this time, that like you said, this movie ain't well, you really... had UPN. No, 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 I didn't. Like, not at that wasn't like... cable, UPN was a nigga. What I I'm know. Saying... No, I what I'm saying either. is, as far as me growing up, being like uh, elementary, middle school, those were the images I was used to seeing. By oh. the time I got to middle school, sure, UPN is is coming up, and I'm watching the Moishas and the Parkers and all that. But what I'm saying is I had already gotten so used to watching these white people on screen that now when you do have that shift where you got this, all this black media, you stuff like this can take a back seat. And I wonder if that is part of the reason for the decline for, for Scream 3. Was it like, oh, this is a cash grab? We know this is gonna work. We can get the game back together. People gonna watch it just because it's third installment, or like. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Ray, this was actually still made pretty decent money. Yeah, no, no, this made a butt ton of money. But what I'm saying is culturally, because we could see you and me both, and a bunch of other people can see that this third installment was not as good. Yeah. It was not as good. It wasn't as serious. I don't need a movie to take itself extremely seriously, but. The the biggest issue that I have with the screen franchise is Ghostface and not the Ghostface persona. But I I on one hand I like that the strength and the ability of this person is never consistent because it alludes to it being multiple people. But at the same time, it's like we're gonna eventually hit Fast and Furious 10 levels of this nigga now can fly or can kick a hole in a wall or something. It's just like I like the mystery. I like the continuity. I like that aspect of it, but I mm. don't want another Scream 3. And I I can't pinpoint what made this so different from the others. Like, did so West from my mm -hmm. from my understanding, if I'm not mistaken, 
I think this around about this time, I think they either went to a different writer or a different um I think I don't think Wes Craven, you know, he directed it. He directed I think they it. changed the writers. Look, yep. Something no, Kevin happened. Williamson, he was still um I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Aaron Kruger. Yeah, Aaron Kruger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they just maybe they just put but up that's a what, but there there was you you have to anybody watching TV, watching consumer media back in the very late 90s like 98 to 2002, mm-hmm. you can see the shift. Um because even with uh representation of black shows, like shows being canceled, CW coming up, and now you're getting that um the Netflix version of black folks where you're gonna get a lot of light-skinned folks with straight hair, like you see the shift from in media. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Scream is like right Scream Three is right in the middle of that. Like you said, being a trilogy, you're gonna make the money. The first the first weekend, anyways, because people want to watch it. But mm-hmm. you do have people who are culturally separating from this. Because for me, again, somebody who watched Friends but also watched Living Single and was surrounded with blackness my entire life, this wasn't as much of a priority as say, I don't know, the Rogers and Hammonsteins, Brandy, Cinderella. I mean, I know that was a couple years before, but I'm oh, saying, like, wow. I'm saying if we're looking at digging it up, huh? <laughs> If you gotta find a way to put. You gotta find a way to put Whitney Houston in there somewhere, don't you? Hey, okay. look, her and Cicely Tyson. You know, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think Scream Three is bad, but I'm one who actually likes bad movies too. So for me, I'm recognizing okay. that this is a terrible. Fi- Go ahead. Hold what on. There's a nuance to liking bad cinema, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that we know that's bad that we enjoy because it's bad. Mm-hmm. This is bad and it's not even enjoyable, bro. Like this is a major movie franchise. Like there, there's a new like <laughs> people have to kind of get an understanding. There's a nuance to liking bad cinema. Come on. This just sucked. Like this was just really shitty. It was a it, shitty movie. It if the twist made no sense. Well, not even a twist, but the the mother. The mother That's- thing. The killer, who the killer is, because I know you're trying to. I'm not going to spoil it until you get to that point. But mm-hmm. who they made the killer and why? It was just really just stupid, and it just didn't make a lot of sense. And I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Sorry. So, no, no, no. I think that's fair for me. A lot of times when I look at properties like this, I think of it in terms of comic books, and that's what this felt like to me. It felt like a poorly done comic that tried to like if you let's say dc Kenny you said i want you to write green lantern today you may make an attempt to say okay green lantern been around for x amount of years let me go back through the decades mm. pick, pick out some stuff so i want to tell my story but maybe he had a girlfriend who died um off panel let's bring her in and there's a way to do that that makes sense but then there's a way to do it where it's like yeah she died but i put my ring to the sky and now she's alive that makes no sense in the continuity of the show <laughs> and that's what i, I think this my is. ring to the sky i'm saying in captain black, <laughs> black, black is day, this is black as night but he just like <laughs> come on back yeah resurrection right uh, but yeah but that's what i'm saying i think this because an attempt was made and i think that with the meta commentary on uh horror slasher films and the the application of real life uh i.e in the movie real life that was good and i think that because they did that so well twice you kind of bit off more that you could chew 
I don't know if this um, script needed a few more edits, maybe needed a few more eyes on it, but this was camp in a bad way. <laughs> From <laughs> Courtney Cox bangs to <laughs> to what the was that about? She said she looked I at said, the white woman stop that she saw what beyonce was gonna do years from now and she said i'll beat her to the punch." okay let's not <laughs> let's okay <laughs> the face was up here. come on let's not do that but no no you ain't even got tickets to the show so let's calm down hey i do them bootleg tickets. <laughs> them bootleg, <laughs> you got some bootleg tickets don't go hey, up to the gate there don't I'm go to the outside. gate and get turned around. Don't no, have my, them arrest on the outside. I'm on the outside in the back. I can put my ear against the wall. But no, I um, this is a very 2000s movie, but it is a very, it feels like a, like a Malibu's Most Wanted, just a, a little bit more serious. If it, it, it feels it like it's it trying to be. It ain't even on that level. It's, it's trying not to, even on that level. Hmm. You're giving this movie a little bit too much credit. This movie okay, is just—it's just—it's a little all over the place for me. Mm-hmm. I just—I just—I know we're trying to get to the to the end game on here. We're like, we're mm. trying to get at, get to the killer, but it's so some of the stuff that they do in this movie is so dumb. Like, mm-hmm. like, and it's um when you think about it, you have people talking about like the 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 voice changer. Mm-hmm. It's man. like the main is is like the main character. I'm like, when did he have time to get all of y'all's voices like that? And like, how? Like, th- you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's up. Hollywood, and I know he can like he's a director. He's been around Hollywood for so long. He can do all this shit. But like, come on, bro. Like, let's yeah. that. I think some of the more predictable kills, like some of those kills, were real predictable. Mm-hmm. Like the bodyguard when he was just like, I'm checking out your. Your trailer, Stu. I'm like, oh, you dead? Like, yeah. And the jump scares were so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't have. It just, it. You felt the repetitive, the repetitive nature of like what the movie was gonna. Like, you knew the beats. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like I heard this song several times, yeah. so I know when the when the drums about to drop, or I know yeah. when the, when when the beats about to switch up or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it's like they ran out of tricks. Yeah. No, no, I think that's fair because I, I would even venture to say that the cast was not good and not good like the acting, whatever. I'm not speaking to acting quality, but the cast of Stab, I didn't care. Like mm-hmm. me going into it, even all these years later, I came into it really only caring about Dewey, Sydney, and Gail. And it's not be not only because they are the main cast from the original franchise, from the original installments, it's mm-hmm. also because you didn't do the work like Jenny, was Jenny McCartney. 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 Yeah, her being in this movie in two thousand probably was a big deal, but I don't want to see him. Like, let's say you remade this same movie and put Rihanna there. I'm excited for Rihanna, but even if this was Rihanna, you didn't do enough with that character to make me care. You're relying on me seeing Jenny or me seeing Rihanna and that being the person who I cared about in the first uh, installment. And that's not, that doesn't matter. Like I think mm. Cotton's death is the one that fucked me up. Cause I forgot that he was murdered that way. I remember the, in, the opening, but I didn't remember him being stabbed and um, homegirl from gossip girl being like attacked. I, I, I kind of forgot that. So, that being said, even with all the weird shit that made this a bad movie, I just 
did not care about the cast. That was the only cool part of the movie, to be honest with you. What the cast? The opening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Cotton gets killed. Yeah, I'm like that's actually. I said okay. I was mad, bro. I, was so I mean, mad. but I didn't. I didn't want Cotton to die either. No, but man. it was a cool way. It was a cool way to open up the movie. Yeah, it was. It was just. It. It was cool. Just how the setup was, and like mm-hmm. they were just kind of confused about everything. I'm like, ah, yeah. okay. That's a, maybe this will be good. And then the rest That's, of the movie happened. Yeah. And then I was just like, well, cold water now. <laughs> and that's the thing, man. And and uh, to your point, I think it's a really good opening, especially because we don't get some teenage girl being murdered. You know what I'm saying? Like we did in the first two. But that was uh, the brilliance of the first one. None, yeah, but what I'm saying is this subverted that. You didn't you you yes, uh we saw the a boyfriend be murdered in the in the second one, but I'm focused well, on Drew Barrymore. Them, Jada Pinkett. Uh, no, no, yeah, and, that's what I'm about to say. I'm focusing. Yeah. I'm focusing on Drew Barrymore and Jada Pinkett because you're seeing these women get killed. Yeah, he got killed too. But he yeah. got stabbed, and then his Don't jacket led to the. No, no, but what I'm saying is, it wasn't an opening like the first two. Right. Um, and it's also with a character who is, I guess he was he ever a main character, uh, supporting yeah. whatever. Yeah, He's, he was because. He went to jail for something he didn't do. Mm-hmm. He on uh, the second one, he um they had to work together, mm-hmm. and then you Which know like everybody that. was like, "All right, we fuck with Cotton." And then in the third mm-hmm. one, they was like, "Well, we don't fuck with Cotton no more." Kill. <laughs> that pissed me, bro. When I tell you that made me so mad, and I think a lot of it for me is that I like him and stuff, and so I seen him in uh, the Manchurian Candidate, and then him being Sabretooth in the uh, X Men franchise. Mm-hmm. So I got all of that going into it, watching him. For the second time, decades later, and seeing him get murdered, I was like, "Oh, nigga, kill his girlfriend." <laughs> I don't care about that woman. <laughs> don't kill this. And, nah, like, they set him up, it up with a bang. I, I yeah. think that's good. They open it up with a bang, though. I like that. I do too, because it let us it let it let us know anybody could get it. Like anybody. Like yeah, he was built up. And he got his redemption arc, and still was murdered. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, come on. Yeah, nobody um, say. Oof. I wish he didn't die though. Okay, so um this voice change, I know we mentioned it for a second, but I want to uh, express my frustrations with this because I um at the time, I guess you're using technology that I'm sure it was around cuz you you had Walkmans and stuff, but If degree... I'm not mistaken, I think that was a toy too. Yeah, no no no, yeah. I think they I think I remember I think I remember seeing that as like a toy you could get buy in, in the store. Yeah, I wasn't getting that, you know. But yeah, oh, I, I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past me. Now, I have very faint memories um, that I'm, I can probably co-sign with you on that. But this, a lot of this movie, as it pertains to that, really just pissed me off because I know that you need drama. I know that you need shit to happen, and I know sometimes things will happen in dramas, mysteries, thrillers rom-coms that are just you gotta just suspend belief for the amount of times that they use that device i could not suspend belief i couldn't do it um i i, I just couldn't and speak speaking of when that device was discovered towards the end mm-hmm. i was hopeful because i did not remember how this movie ended i was hopeful that the cast would like do things that made sense but you want us to s- separate to go find everybody in this house when one of them is clearly the kid 
bro. I was like, all right. Y'all okay. been through this two times before, and y'all still can't get it. Here's my problem, too. Come on. Dewey's <laughs> limping ass. Get was the he fuck out of here. Where was he the was hop- how He was hobbling through the damn... Through- Go back and watch it. Man. He was barely... No, I'm I'm wa- I'm literally watching Walk yet, but still, like <laughs> I said, get your hobbling ass somewhere, oh, out, get away, stop. He, I wonder how much of this, because I can't recall when they were married, but I wonder how much of this required David Arquette to be in this film, or because him and Courtney Cox were like married. Because at one point they had gotten married, so I'm like, yeah, well, y'all part of the. He's a legacy character now because I think he was in five, correct? Yeah, he was. And even now, it's like this nigga. Was he still? Because I haven't um, seen anything past this. I can't remember if he, I know he, I'll say this. He had and kind of sort of an addiction, kind of sort of. I'll say that Mm because I can't remember if he like had a, um, had a limp or anything. He got a BBL to fix his limp. Yes, he got a BBL. He sure did. Um, <laughs> and he was We're going in Brazil, in the doctors. <laughs> so <laughs> what I what I don't get is in a world. Okay, the, follow me. This, this may not land like I wanted to, but okay. in a world where when I'm just saying, when a white girl goes missing. Mm. people are coming out in droves i get that this is like fantasy make-believe but sydney being terrorized to the degree that she was i was so shocked that it didn't elicit more set not savior more (sighs) folks okay her father this is just what i'm getting at your dad is useless Everybody mm. around you seemed to be useless except for Gail. I'll kind of put Dewey in there, but he's just there as, like you said, a legacy character. I do not understand. And I guess I, I can because I consume a lot of true crime I, with podcasts, with documentaries, with shows, all that. So I get it. And there is this um, degree of like this stalker persona not persona this stalker-ish behavior and so nobody's truly safe white black brown blue latino whatever but this does not seem believable to like in the way that they're presenting it and i'm trying to remember if i thought that back in the day and i don't know forget that it's a bad movie but just the concept of all we've gotten to now six seven eight nine ten five years later Mm -hmm. and this woman has to come out of hiding Nobody, I don't know, man. I just, I felt for Sydney because she <laughs> didn't been through this shit. But it's also like, how you gonna slut shame my mama in her death and and keep using that against me? I did not do the shit. I am not responsible <laughs> for this shit. Quit fucking slut shaming. My mama is dead. She's been dead for six years at this point. Let her be dead. I don't care if she's busting it open for the whole neighborhood. Why are you trying to murder me behind this shit? It's just like... <sighs> Um, we were really on the same page with that because I was just like, I said, bro, come on, let it go, let it the fuck go. Elsa. And then it's like, well, I'm just gonna take it on on you, Sydney, because your mom's not. And maybe, maybe our way of thinking was a little bit different in 2000. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's like, yeah, 
Yeah. But like honestly, I'm just like I still would have been like, get over it. Like, like get over it, bro. Especially, you know, okay, let's go ahead. I'm about to um let's go ahead and, and play the ghost face reveal clip and then we'll get into this. Okay. In my film too much. He didn't like it at all. Once I supplied the motivation, all the kid needed was a few pointers. I have a partner to sell out in case you get caught, find someone to frame. It was like he was making a movie. You. This is all because of you. The director said. And direct. I had no idea that they were going to make a film of their own. Introducing Sydney the victim. Sydney the survivor. Sydney the star. So Rowan the director turned out to be Ghostface. And her brother. Yeah, her her half brother. Half brother. Let's and not forget that. That's the twist. Yeah, that he's her half brother. Now there's a few things. I'm of a few minds. This could have been an interesting reveal. And I'm all for a retcon, but I did not like this because you're invalidating these first the first film, which was the flagship, the golden child that got us into this franchise. And you're invalidating that. And now you're this secret behind the scenes. Like it that to me, I just I didn't like because what why? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Just to connect it to the third? Like, you still could have went the half-brother route, but then even with that, it's like, we're siblings. Both our mama is the quote-unquote whore. Why? Let's let's commiserate over that. You've seen the shit I've been through. Like, what is what is going on? What are you doing? Like, yeah, be mad. Be mad at her. You could be mad at her, but you also, I don't know. I mean, everybody don't have the same idea about family, you know, mm. as we might. But I'm like, Sydney, I'm sure would be open to a half sibling. Maybe cautious because niggas tried to kill her. <laughs> but like that as a motivation, that is weird to me. That's weird to me. And that doesn't fit with what we've gotten so far. And mm. like, be like, oh, you manipulate Billy Loomis, nigga. What? Wah, wah. Yeah, like I was, I was like, wait, never mind. You know, I'm like, whatever, man. I, I was like, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, okay, well, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what we how do you want to do it. Then let's just do it that way. I, I did. I would have preferred that the police officer had been ghostface then over that just yeah that was it was punching that up um yeah. real heavy but like that would have to me made more sense than that he has brother. to be something in relation to what could he have been in relation to this his, is a movie mom. this movie is a retcon he could have had a child with her for them two years or three years that she was away from woodsboro he could have had a baby with her she put the baby up for adoption and he don't know if Sydney is his or not. And so I'm obsessed with you, Sydney. The cop? Yeah, some shit. I don't know. The cop was Sydney's age. He wasn't even born back in them days. I don't give a fuck. He could be You something. have to give a fuck. It has to make they sense. They didn't. They didn't give a fuck. 
Jesus. They didn't give a good goddamn. So he was like, he could have went back in time hey, and fucked her, and then came back and was like, oh yeah. And he he's his own father because he not, yeah no, but it's I don't know. I just I just what? felt like this is not barbarian. Hey, it's some. I just I think it was silly. Um, because they didn't. I don't know if you were supposed to just assume that maybe he has some mental issues and not mental like demonizing folks with mental health issues but this is the early 2000s this is the 90s you know things weren't handled like they're handled now so i wonder if you were supposed to just assume maybe he had some but I, that's not what i got from him i just got troubled youth even that felt how do i put this for rowan to be the ghost face it really makes stab weird so did you take this job literally just to come on so he's me. only he's only he was only directing the third one he didn't direct the other two stabs. no i know that but i'm saying that still doesn't make it less weird because like what are you i get this <sighs> I get that you are trying to pull Sydney out of hiding, but I don't know. This still kind of falls apart. He was mad because he didn't have a mom. When he found out his who his mom was, she was just like, "I don't want you." Yeah, and he got pissed yeah. off, and he was just like, "How dare you? I'm your son, and you nah, you damn. my what's her what's her acting name or whatever you that Rena, girl, Rennie Rooch, whatever damn yeah. man. I don't know what you her baby, <laughs> yeah, you her baby. You ain't mine. Yeah, um, she just didn't swallow that day, so. He ended up, he was born. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? No, yes. No, nothing. No, but that, that was just, I don't know. I just feel like there were a ton of, I would even have accepted homegirl who won the acting competition to be like, yeah. I, w- I was either going to be a famous actress or I was going to be a famous killer, and I and uh, I can two <laughs> one stone. Like, so- isn't that the isn't that what was it part four? Yes. So you know, but I don't know. This shit is silly. I, uh, this felt. I don't want to say like a cash grab because I feel like they was like, yeah, this is third. We we finna kill this shit. I mean, um, the first week, the first week they made thirty. I think. What was yeah, the budget like was forty something, forty million? But I think that first the week man. they made thirty six million. I think internationally they ended up making one hundred and eighty one mm-hmm. million dollars. Thirty seven so. million. Yep. Yeah. Actually, close to ninety was eighty nine uh, gross U.S. and Canada. Uh, yeah, internationally worldwide. though they ended up doing over a hundred mil. Yeah, so the movie uh, made money. It made the budget back. Yeah. Oh yeah, tenfold. Like it did that, but so I don't. I don't think this was a cash grab movie. I just think that it maybe didn't age well, and it just wasn't put together well as the first ones. And uh, that's unfortunate because I like this franchise, and mm-hmm. I think the first and second one is what even pulled me to the fifth one. Because when I watched it, um, all of the memories I had of Scream were of the first two. Mm-hmm. And I want to say the set from the third one is what came to mind for this. And four, I kid you not, I have no memory of four, except for what I just said about the girl. Other than that, you don't ask me who was in it. Don't ask me where they were. Don't ask me what they were. I do not remember four at all. Right. I've never seen it. I haven't seen anything. haven't seen anything past three. Do you have any desire to see five or six? Um, 
I do want to see six because the trailer got me mm-hmm. excited. I said, oh, they're going to okay. be in New York. It's just, I think, um, the fact that, uh, wait, six is the one that's wait. New York. Six is New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I am pretty, I'm pretty, um, curious about how they're going to pull something like that off in New York. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm going to have to watch the one previously because they're connected. I think you should. Because yeah. I, I, I truly feel like I feel like, and I don't know where to rank them. I think one and two are great. I think five five is a good place for you to start because it, though it does pull on some of the lore from the first two, from the first volume, I guess, of the franchise, you don't even have to have watched any of the ones up into that because they're going to give you what you need and you already know the main characters who are going to be in there so i would say watch five and if you don't like it then you know maybe six ain't for you but i do think that they try their best to do like a soft reboot and i think they did a pretty good job with that because without spoiling they 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 do the nostalgic thing but i feel like they do some of that really well really well i like jenna jenna ortega that little motherfucker she killed it mm. she's she she's it. a really wonderful actress too i like man her. say I, I think if i'm not mistaken she was in x and i really enjoyed x what's x the the horror movie from action movie? no it's a horror movie from that oh, oh i didn't i didn't see it either. it was x and then they came out with the sequel which was actually a prequel called um what was the prequel to x i can't remember well, you looked that up. I um, I first saw her in you Pearl. season three, Pearl. Yeah. Mm. You have to watch. It. Yeah, yeah. They were really good horror movies from last year. Let me look that down. Pearl and X. Check that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I saw her first in you um season three oh, or season two, one of them. Season two, season two. Yeah, and even there, she was so charismatic, like. She just had it and she played like you know, age appropriate. I think she was like maybe 13, 14. And um, though she didn't have a huge role when she was on camera, you paid attention. Um, mm. and I know she was a child actress. I, I want to say she was on Disney Channel. I could be wrong. Y'all let me know in the comments if I'm wrong. But other people were like, Yeah, I knew her from such and such. And I'm like, Oh, she's she's the it girl, she's the girl to look out for. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, she's not fucking around. So um, I'm excited for a six as well. Hence the Scream Sweet series. Um, so we got Gil, we got Sydney, we got Dewey. Don't really gotta uh, talk about him, and we got Ghostface. Now, overall, when it came to like the specifically the murder <laughs> in the where uh, Gail, the actress Gail's house blew up. What are we doing? What are we doing? What do you mean? So the you know getting the facts and and everybody going in and out the house and whoever smells gas like that. That was a I guess more creative way to kill, but all of this pisses me off even more that Ron was the the uh, ghost face because what are we doing? What are we doing? Like what? It felt like Scooby Doo meets like an x-men villain that's what this movie felt like and Mm i i didn't i didn't like that um i like the nostalgia of it all i like looking back and seeing the fashions and the music from the early 2000s but a lot of that i was like this could have just been a teen drama 
This mm. just could have been a teen drama. Just let this be. And I haven't watched the Scream um series. I think it was MTV or V. Oh, they yeah, I... MTV did have a Scream series. Uh, apparently, it was pretty good too. Yeah, it had a few seasons. I only want to watch it for Kiki Palmer. Um, but whatever. I may check that out. That ain't part of the series because I ain't watching that before six. Um, but yeah, these murders, man. Did you feel like they successfully set? these different people up to possibly be the killer no no you heard what i said earlier it was very it was it was just watch wrench repeat it just i i knew what was about to happen before it even happened yeah and the jump scares didn't help the jump scares just kind of made the movie worse it just didn't (laughs) it didn't work and i'm trying to remember if i felt that way when i watched it when it came out back in the day but yeah you know i was too busy trying to gangbang so who knows hey, okay. you know what i'm saying um in all honesty man it just it's just it's it's very blah it's not really creative you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like it just mm-hmm. didn't do it for me so yeah yeah i agree especially when with two you did level up because you you changed locations mm-hmm. they were in a different stages of their life so you had, yeah yeah so you had to find a way to make this same story make sense for the time and i could even the killers made sense yeah come on come on yeah that that to me was the best retcon was having his mom because you she's in plain sight you know you're not really thinking about her this bumbling fool or whatever so i thought that was pretty good thought that was pretty good uh but now that we're grown you have to work even harder because you don't have the sort of closed room murder where everybody is in high school so you got to be at the school or everybody is in college so though you're grown you know we meet back here at college um because the next step is maybe have it be a co-worker like because what else what are you going to do outside of passing the torch off to these kids like you did in five you know what i'm saying like what could you possibly do to make scream three better given the information they provided well, yeah. I think that where they went made sense, though. Like mm-hmm. with Sydney being off and ho- on her own and being able to the way she worked and stuff like that mm-hmm. made sense. Yeah. Um, establishing the stab franchise and having Dewey be a person that's, you know, we talk about all the time having somebody who's <clears throat> actually there on the yeah. set to kind of mm-hmm. help guide them through what's good and what's not good made sense. Yeah. Cotton's job made sense mm-hmm. uh gail's job she was a sleazy part of a sleazy <laughs> newspaper made sense you get what yeah. i'm saying like mm-hmm. everything that they were doing made sense to what each character the the movie just was dumb and just sucked mm-hmm. yeah like they set the pieces on the board very well yeah but like i hated this this story the story was just bad it was a bad story the killer just was shitty it just was mm-hmm. a bad movie for me now everybody else's experience might not be that way <laughs> but for me i was like this is so predictable now mm-hmm. um one thing i feel like they should have removed was the mother and i'm all for getting the check you i'm all for getting the check no 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 no, no. like her physically i we didn't because to Always me like that the was ghost. yeah that was too much to me it felt like you're yeah. trying to do some sort of like exorcism adjacent type thing. like the ptsd i'm all for that but like see i don't know to me that was that wasn't good that wasn't a good choice mm. um especially because again not to 
get too deep on it, but her mother, like her mother being a quote unquote whore. So fucking what like that <clears throat> for Sydney to be seeing her mother in this like very gruesome state where she's very like villainish almost like a walking nightmare was so weird to me because though everybody's vilifying her and sex shaming her and all this other shit that was still Sydney's mom and that's not the relationship she had with her and I get it can be warped through all the shit you've been through but I just to me it would have made more sense to just keep seeing her die over and over then if that's the case but this whole oh Sydney I can't take care of you uh, you're just like me okay we didn't need to see this i feel like because you're now moving into a realm that you don't have the capacity or the talent to execute you're moving mm -hmm. into this supernatural space and I, i'm fine with if you want to go there but when you go there you got to be able to back it up and i don't think this movie i don't think it did mm. had they introduced maybe something kind of sort of like this in two perhaps i would have been more accepted but this was like you got camp over the top you got terrible uh plot devices like with the toy voice recorder and this damn token ass cast and shit and then you got ghost mom from the exorcist just kind of walking around <laughs> sis what are we actually doing? i would go see that movie ghost mom from the exorcist man say i don't i don't know let's write it that's that's where's hey. the script Come on, ghost get mom nerfed. from the exorcist, <laughs> get nerf and let have a no, let no, no, no. This yeah. is, we're not gonna get the <laughs> yeah, I see, they yeah, have enough <laughs> already, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just feel like the mom, though a lot of the movie is bad, the mom part is what really like pissed me off. Mom adjacent, when Sydney <laughs> jumped out that window in the, the fake house and Dewey ran over to her. I don't know if this is the blackness in me or if it's just like the way I was raised. But when she was like, I forget what she said for a bit, but it was like, oh, I, I seen her, my mom or something. If I was him, I'd be like, girl, if you don't shut the fuck up, don't let these people think you crazy. We could talk about this later. I was like, I, and, he, and he didn't say it. And I knew he wouldn't. But I was like, man, tell her to shut the fuck up. Last thing she needed to do is be committed like a sitting mm. duck, bro. So, yeah, that was my issue to mom. I did not like. Um, how did you feel about the VHS tape? Where I thought that was cool. Death, okay. Did yeah, you get the, the I, I think it makes sense for him to be able to guide them through. Because it makes, I mean, you know, he was, mm -hmm. you know, the dude who knew about every all the scam. I thought that was cool. I, mm -hmm. It don't get me wrong. There were a few cool parts in this movie. Yeah. Uh, that was one of them. It was good to see um, <laughs> see him again. But let's mm -hmm. <laughs> let's not be too quick to, to give this movie too much praise because geez they they did a horrible job with a lot of the other then it was like i did i didn't really like the whole oh that's his sister girl where you been at yes and how did you get on this set <laughs> and you're you like got no car you don't even look old enough to drive at all um one thing i did enjoy about his appearance is i if i'm not mistaken the outfit that randy is wearing is the outfit he wore on the first scene of scream 2. so he would have if we're looking at like continuity wise mm -hmm. he would have recorded this like right before going to that frat party um 
Hmm. Yeah, because I think okay. that's the same burgundy shirt. So like that, that attention to detail, I like. No, truly, I, th- I think that's the same. So if you're like looking at, no, it's just you got down to the color. You was like burgundy shirt. Yeah, because he uh, <laughs> no, because he wore burgundy and he wore green. That like green was his color, and I noticed that because in the '90s, no, no, seriously, in the '90s, if you look back at white people with red hair burgundy or like that green. British brown color hair, they usually <sighs> um are paired in green or brown. Right. You look at Rogue from the X-Men, you look at this nigga here, and then any number of like teen shows back in the day. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, okay, I'm 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 picking up what y'all putting down, but you know. I'll let me just say this too. Come on. I'm not trying to be this guy. Go ahead. But stop putting these black folks on y'all posters and they don't they ain't in the movie. Bro, bro, stop, stop bro. doing that. Y'all put yeah. Jada on the cut on the poster to get us in them seats, and then y'all put Tia's boyfriend on the poster. <laughs> Stop yeah. doing that. Just get to get us to come seats. in there and see y'all little crappy movie. Tell me I this. Said, no, horrible. For for Scream 2, if you have, you know, clear memory of it, do you think that Elise Neal character and Jada Pickett character should have been switched around? Do you think that would have made for a... Uh-uh. Um, no. Because okay. I feel like at that point, I, I honestly feel like Jada was a bigger deal so for okay. her to get killed early in the movie because yeah. i think a lot of black folks are like oh because jada was in her yeah she was in movie mode mm-hmm. and and that at that point in time she was making like she was putting out some 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 movies so yeah. for us to see jada on the post it was like oh yeah okay we coming okay mm-hmm. jada and for her to die in the beginning of it yeah made sense yeah jada was, was the, the bigger same- bigger actress between the two so it, yeah. it, just, it made sense but that was that was the um, same conversation we had about Drew Barrymore, how she was like the Jada of that time. She was the big name. And so she could not um, record the whole first movie. So like she kind of set that standard of this is what we're doing in these openings. And that's something that I personally feel like is not I don't mind seeing that over and over again. I don't know about you, but having that big name person kind of be that opening kill. Mm-hmm. Even if they repeated that through 10, 11, 12 movies, because I know this kind of sets the ball rolling, I would have been okay with it. So, I, I, we can't get past, go past six. Like, no, no, I no. I'm once... not talking about the amount of movies. I'm just talking about that particular um, way that they open movies by like killing somebody who's a big name or whatever. So, but, mm-hmm. but six, you, shit, we got Fast and Furious 32, Saw different. 17. Completely different. <laughs> Completely different. Hey. I think. I think when you have a a horror franchise that's very meta, mm-hmm. like it's gonna get to the point where the jokes, like the meta stuff, kind of. I'm like, okay, guys, mm-hmm. like I get it. Y'all are kind of reflecting what social commentary is, but like, I, I don't want to see that anymore. And it's getting kind of like that with the Fast franchise. Like when you mm-hmm. see a fucking tr- car pull two two helicopters together and crash them, I'm like, all right, guys, we get it's it. Avengers. We've seen that three. Three movies ago, y'all did the same thing, bro. <laughs> like, just, just kind of let it go, man. Yeah. Like, I think what we're missing in Hollywood, and I consistently am going to preach this because it needs to be said. We we have a lack of creativity. Come on, and I'm tired of us having to deal with legacy sequels. I'm tired of us doing remakes. I'm tired mm. of us like we're about to get another Beverly Hills Cop. We're about to get another Bad Boys movie. We're about to get like. We have to get to a point where we have to Hollywood has to has to learn how to get some new IPs and 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 make new stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm 
prime example. Come on. The Disney uh live action remake stuff. Like they are bombing in this stuff. Mm. Like the Lion King was not that good. The Mulan mm. live action you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they keep mm-hmm. doing live action stuff versions it's of the of lazy. The, right. Like we have a lot of creatives who want to I need you know I want more um insecures and I want more like for a better word because I'm not really a big fan of the show but it's it's insecure light which is Harlem I want more of those mm-hmm. type of shows yeah or um you know I just want more creativity um outside of just what we keep on getting which is part eight of something or part yes. 10 of fast and furious mm-hmm. or like we have a bunch of I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people in Hollywood that are very creative and that can make new IPs. It's just the mm-hmm. fact of us being able to have um, people to support those ideas more. Like, yeah. I don't want any more, like, I'm I'm kind of over as much as, you know, because we're going to do Bel Air on uh, second <laughs> season. Yes, but I don't want to do, I don't want no more of those. Yeah. Very great concept. I, the story behind it is wonderful, mm-hmm. but let's make new stuff. Like the Upshaws, I think that's on that's Netflix. Damn good. That you get what good. I'm saying? That traditional family sitcom, black sitcom, mm-hmm. hilarious. You got Mike Epps, you got Kim Fields, you got Wanda, Wanda Sykes, Sykes, you got mm-hmm. some comic gold in that mm-hmm. and, uh, and in they, them shows. And they truly are like I'm no bullshit. Like they truly are funny. That is a funny show. And it really shocked me because there's a show with, and I forget which Maury sister it is, but it's a similar show and it's not that great to me. However, it's in the same line. It's still live studio audience, stage play set up. And it's not for me, but I think if you were someone who enjoyed those original Tyler Perry films or those old school black shows like Thea and Rock and shit, you would definitely enjoy Loretta Devine and whichever Maury sister that is. But Upshaws, bruh, that shit is funny, right? That's funny. and it's just like I just want more of those in our in our films. Like we're getting superhero overload right now, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're getting we get some tradition like playing. I don't know if you've seen playing or not. Yeah, like I seen it, but I want to. Yeah. Throwback to them old <laughs> '90s um action yes. movies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yes. I just want us to get out out of out of this. Like these legacy sequels and and this stuff like that, and get more into original ideas. Like we're mm-hmm. not getting enough original ideas, man. And yeah, it's I just agree. like I think I'm tired of people banking on our, on nostalgia all the time. Like mm-hmm. I get it. It's it's I don't get it. Um, because we have grown up, and so I watch a lot of YouTube, even when it's um, and I don't want to say bad because I don't want to kind of talk shit about anybody in their creative process but it's it's indie i'll say that a lot of stuff i watch is is very indie um and a lot of it is overseas and it's just people who want to make a project and they get it done and when you bank on nostalgia like that we are of a certain age we're going to get to the point where yeah you'll probably still cater to us because we grew up when technology switched over like it did but people our age have kids people our age some may have grandkids and i say that because what are these kids getting that's not nostalgic based around us that they can then in their 30s, 40s, and 50s be like, oh, I remember watching Scream 6 back in the 
<laughs> I remember Fast and Furious 12. Like, what are, what are they getting that isn't something that's streamed today, but then is going to be, you know, HBO Max canceled tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they going to look back on in 10, 15, 20 years from now and be like, oh, this was my jam? That live action Nickelodeon run with like iCarly and all those, all those things. Yeah, but they, those people are even our. They brought them um, back. They're in our our age, our um generation bracket. You know, they may but be they our brought I call it back. Did you see yeah, that? They, I saw that, but like them niggas gotta grow up too. They got nine to fives just like us. So right. Like what they kids watching. So and I'm sure there's probably something out there because I don't I'm not 14. I'm yeah. not 12. So I'm sure there's something that they're consuming that will speak to that. But it's like you have people who are sh- showing you every day on this app and every other social media app that they have the drive and they have the desire to get a story out. But because it's not, I don't know, Cinderella for the 50th time or like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Transformers. Um, Another issue I have is kind of to your point where if you want to give me a scream, give me scream, but don't give me scream. You can give me a scream seven but just don't name it scream like this the interesting story you want to tell that you're attaching to this property give me your own thing like that does scream five hmm? what you're what you're asking for doesn't sell tickets the screen franchise and the screen brand sells mm-hmm. tickets man. no i get like, that i get that and it's i know what you're asking for mm-hmm. but what studios understand sales and business and they understand numbers and they understand that like until we figure out that hey we're not going to put our money down but now it's a little bit harder to not put our money down anymore either because it can just go straight to streaming and we already subscribe so Mm. you know we're caught in a rock and a hard place of trying to figure out what can we do to get new um ips and new i you know new ideas and Mm. new shows and new stuff like that you know what i'm saying like we have support to kind of the indies. Out. you gotta support mm-hmm. the indie you gotta support the indie folks who are doing the work sounds you know, good man but when is. when you got youtube changing the the uh, changing oh, the yeah. rules every other year to keep people from getting monetized and them to keep can, can continue to get um sponsorships from people you know it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to be an indie um an indie creative an independent mm-hmm. creative when you can't even put it on a platform that you're used to. Yeah, we're moving towards the Black Mirror episode. <laughs> like, if we ain't already there, hell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's I don't know. You just gotta, and it's unfortunate that the burden falls on the consumer to like look, seek out this stuff. I mean, it's always, we're lazy though. Something new. Shit. Well, no, you are overall. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's just give, give, let me consume what's being given to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we saw that even with uh reviewing Bel Air, all the, the the comments and frustrations about like Ashley, like mm, you could just not watch, or you could watch the whole thing and see that that ain't what this is about, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right, lazy, just get what they give us. Yeah, and, I mean, and it's it's easier, it's way e- instead of us kind of saying, hey, we want more new stuff, um. We we accept we accept what they give us when it's rehashed. Like we're going, I know we're completely off topic now, but it kind of goes back to Netflix. Netflix always has really good original shows, and they are quick to cancel. Yeah, uh, I, I'll say that, especially to the canceling part. I'll say that. 
Like yeah. you get into a show on Netflix and I'm like, that's actually pretty good. Like, well, sorry guys, we're gonna you cancel. It. Like, <laughs> since yeah. what is since what was it? Since six, since five. What was the name? Since of eight. Show? Since eight. Since yes. eight. That, bro. And they was just like ah, and we and they had to people had to literally write in and say we can we get a last season? Like, come yep. on, y'all. Mm-hmm. It, so, that was and oh my god don't even get me started that was such a fucking good when you talk about representation and diversity that show did it and it did it well and it mm-hmm. did it in a way that made sense this wasn't here's a trans character here's this very special African nigga here go this goddamn Asian chick African, like man. no but I'm saying like they didn't just give you let me go down the list of all the boxes to check like <sighs> did in a sense Eight, in a sense that they gave you those characters but everybody felt flushed out yeah. you could still have your issues with their storylines like when they switched up that black actor and he did not look nothing like the original <laughs> and when right. the Asian chick was in prison like all that but even that was like a testament to how well that story was that she was locked up in prison and, ugh, but but you're right you're right you, you got good shit and you scrap it and do you know how many other shows and movies i found just from that good show mm-hmm. like the, the actors and actresses like oh what else have they been in and like bro. but I digress mm-hmm. we're living in the age of Aquarius I don't know <laughs> but, we just so, I think I think it's too it's way too easy to get our money off of putting a name that we're yep. we're known we know of and it sounds familiar mm-hmm. and like I, we should not be getting another Beverly Hills cop that Personally. is that's news to me, and that's weird. Yeah, I, it's, that. I think it's almost done. Like Eddie Murphy, either either they started filming it or they they're finishing it up. But yeah, but hell, we're he even still got another... that same. He still got that same coat. He still wearing that same Detroit coat. I was like, you and you what? got like twelve kids, bro. You let that coat go. <laughs> yeah, that one pass that down. Right. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> see, we're even getting. I saw today. Um, I'm pulling up now. We got Creed, which you know I'm all for that. But you know, let's put a cap up on it. I am Legend Two with Michael B. Yeah. Jordan and Will Smith, yeah, Will Smith. decades after the original film. Now that's something I would be interested in, but that's for me. That's one thing in a sea of so many. Like this could be mm-hmm. damn good, but it's also like, couldn't you have just made a second movie but just called it something else? Like. But yeah, um, but just I mean, capitalize on the time in a good time frame. We 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 went through this through the Best Man franchise, yes. mm-hmm. and you and I both agreed that too little, too late for a lot of this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, and you're not doing anything quick because we even talked about okay, why not just do an unfinished business season? Like that's a way to still pay homage to the original. So many years later. And still give a good quality show that is its own thing, but you can take the fame of the. But you know, whatever. That's that's what happens. Um, so shit. Um, yeah, that's that man. With Scream, to kind of circle back. Watching the first two, you enjoyed the third one was a no go, and you said you're open to at least watching the fifth one because New York got you excited. Is there anything that the Scream franchise would need to do? That for you would be like, all right, I'm 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 in for at least maybe one or two more movies. I don't think so. I mean, and that's just me going off of the first three movies. Mm. I, I 
I, I can't give you a good answer with that because I haven't I seen it. four, five, and six or four mm. and five. Don't watch, don't watch four, just watch five. <laughs> if you don't watch, well, I mean, you oh, you might need to watch four, four, six because I think it's got to be some it's got to be a character from four because it's basically the second yeah. trilogy for yeah it is the franchise it, but like it is when we get to the point where we have a second trilogies for stuff it's just it's a lot man and i want mm-hmm. new and different and i want more new and different stuff to entertain me like yeah. i'm tired of being like scream six well why not <laughs> let's do i don't it. care anymore let's do you know it. what i'm saying that was a time mm-hmm. that was a um I mean, a lot of people really enjoyed the last Scream movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, several. I watched a lot of uh, movie review YouTubers. Yeah, and they really enjoyed it. But I just want new. Like I'm, I know we're going long on time. No, you. Uh, I've been a Chris Stuckman fan for a very long time. As far as mm-hmm. like movie reviewers, mm-hmm. I love him. He, I have watched him forever on YouTube, and he's finally yeah. going to be able to make. He's a very ho- big horror fan. And he's finally gonna direct. He's directed and making his own horror movie. Come on, it's called, it's called Shelby Oaks, and I am going to be there to watch it to support it because he did a GoFundMe. He did a kick. I mean, he did a Kickstarter. His Kickstarter was like triple. He, I think, he tripled what he originally needed to make his movie. Oh, come um, on now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but he's gonna come out with something that's original because he's gonna base it on, um, um, videos that you. Scary videos that you used to see on YouTube, like the um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what Slender Man, yeah, oh. stuff like that. Like yeah. he's gonna base it off those types of things that you could see on YouTube, and then it, it's it's very interesting. It sounds good. I'm gonna watch it because I've been watching him review movies forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's gonna do Shelby Oaks. So it's it's just we need to support more things like that, and just seeing what he had made off of his Kickstarter to be able to get his movie off the ground. And make it and direct it and have his directorial debut and him making a, his first movie being a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm here for oh, it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna now. most definitely support Ooh, it and I'm gonna go to the theater and watch it because I, I, I Chris Stuckman is a name. <laughs> I trust his movie reviews. I trust what he's because I've watched him on YouTube forever. Mm-hmm. I've seen his face before. I'm looking up the Shelby Oaks movie now and this. This look the imagery. Well, just the poster alone. This does look look a little mm-hmm. dark. <laughs> look a little dark, nigga. You know, I he just got into horror last year. Like, hold yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is cool. I'm putting that on my list, and I'll actually link to the IM, IMDb. IM, yeah, IMDb. Yeah, he, so, he actually he he was actually putting up a vlog on YouTube about the making of and everything. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely check yeah. that out, y'all. Because if it's that, but that's what we're speaking to. That's like the Issa Rae route where she was making these YouTube um, series and got picked up by uh, I Am Other, the Pharrell um, Collective, and was able to like kind of put forth more money, quality, and whatnot. So there, there's a lot of indie folks, even uh, Black and Sexy TV. I remember watching them die hard back in the mm-hmm. like, 2010, 2011-ish area where I first um, got into Easter Ray as well. So yeah, support indie folks. And for those of you listening, be it podcast or YouTube, if you have any um, indie anything, it could be romance, drama, horror, whatever. If you have something like that or if you know of something, leave it in the comments. Or if you're over on Twitter, uh, hit me up at CBN Pod and let me know. Like This is I think this will be sort of a 
I don't know, mantra or whatever going forward is trying to really find those indie things that may not even be in my realm and my mm-hmm. brand. Because again, you get an Issa Rae and now you get this Chris, what's his last name? I'm sorry. Chris Stuckman. Chris Stuckman. You getting, you get Who these is folks. a white man? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Like no, 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 that's fine. Like but that. what, I'm, what I'm saying is even though that may not be directly line up with my brand on paper that's still something i would go out of my way to see because it's something indie and it's something new and it's something different so and he's a youtuber that too youtube brethren so yeah man if y'all got anything like that please leave that in the comments and i'll definitely uh visit some of those links and see what's what (sighs) because yeah instead of reboots and, and continuations let's get something new I don't care if it's a movie about a babysitter who turns into mm-hmm. a genie and fights the devil. I just want something new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mom, the babysitter is a mystical demon killer. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. Um, so, with, with Scream, do you have any final thoughts or any uh, questions, comments, concerns, or anything related to the Scream franchise? No, man. I, I, like I said before, uh, three was just like, that's when I was just like, I ain't watching no more. <laughs> I said, y'all got me for three movies. I ain't watching nothing else. <laughs> you said, y'all got me. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me. Right. Scream four. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, nah, y'all can have it. I'm not doing it. This was up. Well said. Um, makes sense. And uh, so we're going to close things out and let these folks know where they can find you, support you, and all that good stuff. Oh, if you guys want to find me, I'm all, I'm always on Twitter at ColeJackson12, or you can find me on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore BYNK. Um, I host a live radio show every Thursday called Thursday Night Lights on BYNKradio.net where you can always catch new music, new releases, news, um, music news, all that kind of stuff. So that's it. That, that those links will be in the show notes mine as well twitter carefree blur tiktok carefree blur carefree black nerd everywhere else type into all your podcast listening platforms you see me online scream say something shout and um my links will be in the show notes as well and thank you guys for rocking with us for this third episode let me know your thoughts if you hate it love it you agree disagree with us all fine and good let me know use that hashtag scream sweet and until next time y'all stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky and if you have a job where you've had to change your entire identity and become another person for the safety of you and your family and friends don't let any name motherfucker come to you with no bullshit talking about i'm your half brother sister whatever go for the head go for the head stab shoot whatever you gotta do go for the head all right y'all <laughs>